Hi everyone, it's Mike from I Don't Know Much But. You might not be aware, but it's Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. And to support it, and to share awareness, we've recorded a special two-part episode, this being part one. As part of the conversation, we talk about suicide, so it might not be suitable for some listeners. However, if you're affected by any of the topics we discuss, we're going to be putting numbers and websites onto our social media and our special WhatsApp channel, which you can find by going into WhatsApp and searching for IDKMB. So please, if you're in need of help, don't suffer in silence. Reach out. There's always someone there to help. And with that, on with the show. Hello again, everybody. It's Mike. It's I don't know much, but with Carrie-Anne, the ever, the ever effervescent. <laughs> you were struggling for a word there. <laughs> I was you? struggling for a word there. <laughs> like, what can I use to describe a decaffed Carrie-Anne tonight? Yeah, I, I'm awake though. Yeah, I'm all right. But you might be a little bit less giddy. Mm, Episode no. six is the first one we've recorded without you giggling incessantly. Yeah, like that's already started. We've had to. <laughs> we've already. We've had to take a minute. Well, this is take two, to be honest and with you. And it is your fault. Okay, maybe it is. Yeah, that's every fine. time. You make me laugh. That's where it comes from. I've okay. gone decaf, though, because I had, I've had like four or five days where I've had so much energy, but like natural energy. Yeah. That I thought, oh, I cannot add caffeine, caffeine to that. On top of that. Absolutely not. It'd be a nightmare. I'd be jogging. You'd just see me doing laps to get the energy out. So this is day one. So. I've, I've been having some really weird dreams as well. Oh, have you? Like very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What are they call not is lucid? it is lucid? Yeah, lucid dreams. Yeah, like it's that where you feel like you can control your dreams. Yeah, like it just feels can... real, and it's been the same people for that. Like this is uncanny, right? Okay. Like the same people, persons for the last four nights. Ooh. That's not normal. So I was like, maybe it's the caffeine. Maybe I just need to knock it on the head. And are we allowed to sort of like explore what the dreams actually consist of, or is that sort of opening to yeah. doors? <laughs> Probably, Probably opening Pandora's box. We'll yeah. not go there. We'll leave that alone. Um, but yeah, just very odd. And I thought, mm, maybe it's the caffeine. I don't know. Time will tell. But I do sleep all right. That's the thing. It's just it's been a very odd run of dreams. Yeah, because you always say to me, mm. you're one of those people that can that can have caffeine, caffeine in the evening. Go bed, and yeah. then... So I have been sleeping still, but the dreams have been nuts. And I don't mean nuts as in, because dreams can be weird, can't they? And yeah. It's not like that. It's just that it's the same people all the time. And I'm like, mm. It's a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, so I thought maybe I'll just knock caffeine on the head for a week. But yeah. the headache is just about starting. They sort of like the coming off yeah. the caffeine. So what are we doing, like green teas and waters? Well, and... I've just been on decaf and water today. And apparently if you ride it out, it's gone within a couple of days. So. Yeah, I'm sure your body will correct itself. Yeah, um, yeah. and then I'll probably let my system calm down again and then be like, okay, go again. Yeah, and then you'll just absolutely <laughs> yeah, moderate. Yeah, handle the caffeine. But I was getting to the point where it wasn't having really any effect on me. We were just drinking it for the sake of it and I thought... Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose you build up a resistance as yeah. you would build up a resistance to anything, really. Yeah. Mm. So she is sat in front of us here right now with a decaf coffee being all good. But, however, with the biggest... Can you hear that? Can you hear that? The oh. biggest jar of biscuits. Now, all right, it's a little bit cruel of me to say mm. this because it, it, it's my jar of biscuits. It is your jar of biscuits. Yeah, they came out of my office. Okay, see that? I was about to ask you that, wasn't I? And then I stopped because I thought, no, I'll ask you on air. Leave it for the podcast. Yeah. So we've got... Um, I have just put a visual on my story, actually. It yep. is a, a humongous jar of biscuits, Mike, that. It is. A big, and I was like, has he bought that from his house? Or has he gone out specially and bought it for the podcast? But now you're saying you've also got this in your office. Yeah, well, it's kind of my being a trainer. Mm. It's my training jar of biscuits. What are you training? 
<laughs> How to not eat biscuits? <laughs> to be honest, we'll do tricks for biscuits. We'll, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got to be on it. Right, here's a confession. I thought I'll get a jar because people like cookies and biscuits while you're training a little bit of a treat. Mm. I haven't given anybody any of them other than bring them here. So, <laughs> I, so feel I think they're just very stay special my, right now. Just in my little cupboard, you've, back in the office. You've got through them though. I Was it full? No, <laughs> no. I have not eaten half a jar of biscuits. <laughs> no, I haven't. No. Mm. I might have had a couple today just to make sure they're okay because they are own brand, um, rather than being sort of like name brand. No, that's ones. a digestive. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah, but they're not real digestives. Are you joking? I mean, they're real digestive. They're not imaginary. But yeah, these are a certain supermarket's own brand. I much cheaper. I wouldn't have known that. And I'm eating one right now. I see, I'm all over that lately. I'm all over that, right? Because I went into a supermarket the other day Mm. and I I love shreddies. £3.50 for a box of shreddies. Yeah. Right? um, There's certain supermarkets own brand. (laughs) We we can't can't mention names, but it's a a supermarket. Mm. (laughs) Their own brand, same size box, 95p. Tastes exactly the same. It's made in the same factory. That's what my nan used to tell me and my mum. Probably is. Probably the exact same thing. There are thing. some that don't taste quite the same, though. Yeah, you've got to have Kellogg's cornflakes. Yeah. But... I think biscuits you wouldn't know, though. Nah, I can't tell the difference. Mm. And by the time you've dunked them as well. I love it when they do the play on the name. You know, like, they're really, like, cutting it fine. Oh. <laughs> they, what, I can't even think one now. Oh, was it something like Lerd Pack? They changed it to Erd Pack or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> same, same packaging, don't yeah. they? I don't remember my... Vegan wolves. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> Yeah, my kids are like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not what it says it is. Mom, can we have a packet of puffins? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> Shops in the same it. place. Exactly. But no, they taste all right. They'll yeah. do, they'll do. They're all right, so they'll see us through. Mm-hmm. On special request of our guest today. So, yes. So the jar itself, right, so here's a little plug now, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, everybody. Uh, we have a WhatsApp channel. Now, mm-hmm. Carrie's looking at me blankly. Because you're not, you're not down with the kids, are you? Absolutely not. She, she's not with it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, for those of you who don't speak biscuit, yeah. that was I don't care. Um, That's why we're together. Because yeah. you are cap- very capable. I'm, I'm technical expertise, mm-hmm. whereas you are more... Giddy. Giddy, mm-hmm. yeah. So... Right, so WhatsApp. Now, that's, now, here's the thing. I'm not plugging WhatsApp. We're not doing this as a paid advert or anything like that. But I don't really know anybody that doesn't use WhatsApp. And they brought out this new feature the other week, uh, channels. Mm. Right? So you can follow like, your favourite football club on there and stuff like that. Anybody can create it, and you just put a bit of content out there. You can't write, respond, anything like that. So, but you can put like a little love heart on there or a thumbs up or something. So you can respond with an emoji, yeah. but it's not a conversation. So how did you find out about this? Do you get a notification? Because I never got one. I think it popped up on my WhatsApp because they of, went like that. Don't give her that. Don't give her that. <laughs> Absolutely no, she'll not. She'll be following all yeah. sorts. Um, yeah, I think it was like a an LFC thing. So is it a little bit like um, a YouTube? Well, you can put pictures on there. You can put text on there. You can put videos on there. But people can't respond to it. So like Instagram, set with comments switched off. Yes. Hmm. In a fashion. Okay. In a fashion. So, uh, if anybody out there knows WhatsApp better than Carrie Ann does, by all means, <laughs> if you go onto your channels, so if you go to the bottom of your WhatsApp, mm-hmm. right, where your chats are, go completely to the left-hand side where it says updates, oh, and you'll see, like, suggested ones there. But if you press the plus sign and search mm-hmm. IDKMB, right. you'll find us. It's got our logo on there, and we're going to put some stuff on there. The reason I mentioned that... Is because I'm going to post a photograph of that massive jar of biscuits just so everybody knows <laughs> me stuff in my face what we're talking it. about. So it might be a little bit of extra content for everybody out there. Um, okay, you're going to have to show me this later because I feel... Oh, no. Yes, I can see it. Oh, she's found it, boys and girls. Oh, my God. Wow. Enlightened. Okay, wow. got it. It's like she's just discovered the Matrix. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm awake. She's taken the blue pill and she's it's awake. painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, good. So other than that, how's your week been? Good. Other than the weird lucid dreaming. Yeah, weird lucid dreaming. No, it's been alright. I had a, a lazy-ish weekend. Yeah. I don't do lazy, do I? But I try. Like, For someone who's a bit of a gym bunny, lazy mm, is a Yeah, that, a... that's the thing. So when I say lazy, I still went and did my gym, my cardio, dog walk. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, didn't really go anywhere, which was nice actually, because I am going to get to the cottage next weekend, which I didn't think I was going to, but I am now. Nice. Going Lovely. on my own again. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. Just me and the dogs for company. You are a bit of a loner, aren't you? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. nothing like a book and your own company. Yeah. Yeah, an open fire and a whiskey. I haven't got an open, I've got an open fireplace. There's no fire in it. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about how I very nearly set uh, a cottage in the Outer Hebrides on fire by chucking whiskey into an open fireplace? Oh my god, no you didn't. We were young and daft. Mm. And the fire really wasn't taken. We were we were inexperienced fire builders. Right. And there was an open fire, logs and coal and stuff like that. And we were students at the time and we all realised that alcohol is flammable so I threw whiskey in the fireplace. And nearly blew the place up. And nearly blew the place up. We won't be doing that again then. No, not any time I soon. do want to go there though. That's on my places to visit list because yeah, it looks secluded. We went to a place called Eriskay, mm. a few of us, sixth form, straight out of A-levels. What? what made you go there? Because one of the lads, his mum and dad, owned a cottage up there. Oh, okay. Uh, so we piled into uh, a car, drove up, slept in a car park in one of the Hebridean Islands because we missed the ferry. I was going to say, it's really remote. So it was like it? South Uist or something. We ended okay. up kipping in the car overnight while we waited for the ferry. Uh, and then went over to this this island called Eriskay. Now, Eriskay's mm. famous because have you heard of the, of the story of, uh, or the film? Whiskey galore. No. Right. So happens during the Second World War, right? They Should I to... have? No. Well, yeah, you probably won't. It's a really old film. They did remake it recently, mm. right? So they were ferrying whiskey over to America, right? Right, and that's how they were paying for goods and stuff for the war effort. Okay. So these massive ships will go out just laden with whiskey. So this this one ferry goes out and it sinks just off the coast of Erisco, mm. and the islanders pinch all the whiskey and, and don't tell the authorities. It's and blow the houses with it. That they're just absolutely there's whiskey everywhere, mm. right? So it's famous for that. So we went mm. to this famous. Oh well, I might, I might, pick, I might pick your brains about that then because yeah. I do want to go at some point. No trees. Really. At Hebrides, the most frustrated dogs in the world. No trees. No trees. Why is that then? Too windy. Are you joking? Yeah, but surely they'd still no. grow. No, it's not, no. Oh, no, I'm going to have to research that now. Google map it. My brain's not liking that. Trees. Yeah, but... There was like a, a, a town hall type place, a shop, a pub, and houses. Yeah, so no one's planted any trees, though? Well, you can plant them, but they won't last. I find the it wind very difficult to... Because it's the Outer Hebrides, it's right out in the, in the North Atlantic, isn't it? Yeah, so no, but... Is, it's like, so nothing's been able to take hold enough Nothing to grow? Take hold. You try and plant a tree and the weather will just take it away. So it's just this, yeah. Imagine Craggy Island in Father Ted. It's pretty much that. Well, that's just blown my tiny mind. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait to go good, over. Good times. And have a look at it. Yeah, we used to get a little bit squiffy and take the rowing boat out and sort of like seal watch. God, Mike. You were a rogue. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, mm. moving on. Yes. Um, this is our first podcast of November mm-hmm. and as it's November it's also Movember. Men's Mental it Health Awareness. Man, Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. Um, because it's that uh, we've invited an old friend, colleague, sparring partner of mine and we haven't actually, up until today, we hadn't actually seen each other in quite a few years. Um, John Lightfoot who is uh, a big advocate of men's mental health. He's had a journey uh, I've had a journey. We're going to have a, a sit down and a chat and a catch up, and we're yeah. going to talk all things men's mental health. Amazing! Can't wait. So, go and get yourselves a brew. We're going to have a little break. Grab yourself a biscuit. Not out of my jar, they're mine. <laughs> and we'll see you in a moment. Mr. John Lightfoot, welcome to the podcast. Good evening. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Harry, I was supposed to be the giddy one, and then you've just gone. I know. Now, now you can see the truth, though, can't you? It's him. It's all him. It just I can only, very You don't want me to talk about what I've seen so far. <laughs> no, really. What what stays in court, what happens in court, stays in court. I think. <laughs> what you've seen so far is Mike dropping massive 
bombs to make me laugh and then going, she's really goody. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's my It is you, Mike Jones. I pull all the strings behind and you blame do. everybody else for it. How are we doing, sir? Very good. Very good. Life's good. Uh, kids are all doing well. I'm happy in life, which is the most important thing. Mm. Uh, what else, really? Yeah. Just, it's just good. It's been Thank last. you for coming on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. <laughs> That's the end of that. Um, nice chat. It's been nice a yeah. while, hasn't chat. it? It's been a while since It has. We have... worked together 2010. Right. Yeah. To 2011. Yeah. And so is this the mm-hmm. last time you've... Is this the first time you've seen each other the since then? first time yes. we've been in each other's company. Oh. Since... 2011, the summer of 2011. Yeah. Wow, okay. What a summer that was. And what a summer. Oh, Aww. yeah. Um, <laughs> you like lost. Yeah, I'm too. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't see the day too long. No. Um, yeah, and we've gone on very different, well, personal journeys since then. I've gone on a very different work journey and personal Poss- journey. Possibly. I think listening to your podcast where you opened up. Mm. Um, which I thought was was really really brave to do that in in this day and age, um, and well done for doing it. And, and carry you. on yours as well. I've still listened to yours um, as yeah, well. Thank you. But the journey that you talked about there, you'll find is very very similar. Yeah, and I didn't realise how similar we were, um, with quite a lot of differences, but. Generally, yeah, but then I guess since then we've then gone on different journeys since we since we worked together. Yeah. But there's that thing, isn't it? That interesting thing about men and not talking. So you've just said that you're very similar in many ways, but neither of you knew that because yeah. nobody really says anything. No, and do you know what? And I think it's partly why it's good why we come together and talk about this today because what we need to explain as well is when we worked together, it was men only. It was a it was a male dominated was it boys club. It was a boys club. It was a male. It was a male dominated office. Really? And when well, we not asked, just that it was a male dominated company. So it was a family owned company. That yeah. We worked for, and it was brothers. It was it was set up originally by the dad, wasn't it? And yeah. There were two brothers um, that, that ran it. And there were lots of family mm. members involved, but then head, heads of all the, the divisions. Yeah. Very very male. Right. Yeah. And without sort of like explaining what the business is, because you know it's it's not fair to no. to mention names or anything like that. It is the industry we're working in. Is yeah, it was just a male dominated industry. Male dominated industry, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but our office was it was a project office, um, all men. And when we asked, funnily enough, and again we'll remain nameless. Mm. When we asked our boss at the time why. It was just men in here. I remember in the meeting, I don't know whether you remember this, John. Well, he's laughing, so I think he does. <laughs> he, he said to us, I swear to God, he said to us in the office, I don't hire women because women get pregnant, so I can't trust them to do a job. <gasps> and we all kind of went, okay. Oh, it was wow. one of, like, we'll probably talk about it off the mm. podcast. I can give you some stories. It was one of the best bosses. I think I've ever had for all the wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. For example, he once he once complimented me following a, quite a key meeting for, mm. for my job that I'd done with all the heads of the departments and that. And his compliment was, you did really well. You look the part. Your pink shirt goes with your pink face. Oh, <laughs> nice. Backhanded compliments. I was like, wow. I didn't quite know how to take it. How, how, really. yeah. I, I was like... How is he, the business yeah. still running? How has he not been... Um, you know, sued for it was, discrimination. It was littered. It was littered Good with God. with right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a story in here. I don't know whether you remember this. Remember, and again, we'll we'll keep this nameless. Yeah. But there was a call center for this business up north. Right, <laughs> that John's laughing because he he might remember the story much that I'm talking about. The guy that managed that office. The mm. office was a massive big space. Right, um, loads and loads of rows of desks. And at the back of the office was was his small office. Right. Glass partition windows. So he had his own little space at the back of this massive room. Yeah. If you kind of get the idea of that. Yeah. So he sat at the back of this large space looking out through his windows. And we asked him once, or somebody asked him once, about his um, HR policy, his hiring policy. And he said in a meeting, 
Oh, I'm going to... Right, so don't shoot me down for this. These are his words, right? I'm getting ready to karate chop. Well, no, it's not me. <laughs> he said this because we all went, wow. Mm. He said, I only hire Totty because I <gasps> like looking at them. Oh, my God. I feel and he said, I seat, I seat them near me. Oh, God. And we were like... Oh, that's a that's a it's a bit of a poor taste joke that. Yeah. And then we walked out in out of he his wasn't space, joking, was he? and he wasn't joking. And we kind of realised penny dropped then that the the first six rows <gasps> of desks from his office inwards were the young pretty girls. Oh God. And we were at the far end of the office. <laughs> well, yeah. Obviously. And he didn't last long afterwards. Oh, so he's not. I'm, he's not working now. He's no, not. no, no, no. Pretty. Oh, it wasn't well, long after that he was yeah, in the boot. One, oh, thank God. That's yeah. yeah, one of the reasons that that you left was they were making cutbacks, yeah. <clears throat> ready for a takeover by a multinational, right? Um, in the same industry, which then happened. I I got kept on. Lasted maybe another eighteen months before I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds. Uh, I mean, as much as he sounds was, horrendous. Yeah, there yeah. were lots. There were lots of very, very old school characters. Yeah, we're talking, joking. you know, probably. I mean, I, I grew up in the seventies. Yeah, um, me too. I know you did, but these probably were teenagers mm. or, or young men in the and you Ooh. know and never got out of that. Never yeah. come forward with with how with we should times. treat women. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's it, and you know what? And this is this is for me. It was a, you know, I was born in the, you know, born and raised in the seventies, around that whole sort of like seventies and early eighties culture. You know, yeah. grew through that. But you know, at home, my dad is a, you know, he's a brilliant guy. Yeah, my dad there's, was. There's not a, you know, a sexist bone in his body. Yeah. I grew up with my parents sharing the workload of the house. It wasn't yeah. like you know, lots of women's work that. Yeah. You know, they both cooked, they both cleaned. You know, yeah, stuff same. needed to be done. There wasn't like you know there wasn't that division of labour based on gender, so to then go into toxic workplaces like that, and you just wonder with these people, you know, have they got daughters? Would they want somebody to talk about their daughter like that? You know, the mind boggles, doesn't it? Really, it does. It does. It was. Uh, I mean, I went from a bank blue chip company yeah. with all the corporate policies in place to them working in. What on paper looked like a big national yeah. company. It was a big national yeah. company. So you think no. you're going almost like for like just mm. a different industry. Yeah. And it was almost like a man in a van type yeah. operation. The yeah. way that it worked behind the scenes. And I suppose yeah. in that fact, coming back, going full circle back to the mental health, you've got that side with the tos- toxic masculinity and him being like that with the women. Yeah. But I'm guessing that there was no chance in hell that you guys could talk about how you were feeling in that environment. I mean, it just wasn't. No. It wasn't done. Not a chance. Okay. And, well, I, and I think that's something that's still in in some industries, in some households, yeah, is still an issue. And I know with my work, when I mentor young people, and particularly young men, mm. so 14 upwards into their 20s, mm. and they're obviously struggling, and they'll sit down and in front of me, and they'll open up in front of me, because I'll stand up in a classroom mm-hmm. in front of them beforehand and go, I'm Mike. I've got these mental health issues, but hey, I'm doing all right, and I'm standing up here and I'm being open about it because, do you know what, it's actually okay to talk about it, mm-hmm. and then they'll come in to me afterwards and go, Mike, can I have a word, can I, can I, can I tell you something, mm. you know, and you'll, you'll go and have that conversation, and they'll tell you, you know, this is the first time I've ever told anybody, mm-hmm. and I daren't, you know, tell me dad, because me dad will... You know, he'll not believe me, or he'll call me weak, or he'll tell me some man up, or... See, it's that fear, isn't it? It's fear of being vulnerable. It's something that I think you touched on in your... When you opened up. Yeah. Um, but it's the fear of being vulnerable. Everyone suffers from it. Yeah. You know, men and women are not different in that respect, but it's how... How you feel vulnerable is different, I think, Yeah. Um, for them. But, <clears throat> I mean, we'll come on, we'll come on to, to bits about that. Well, just to, before we get we get going Go on, with a bit about yours, so I'm going to throw some stats at you. Go on Because um, I know you've come in with some. So, suicide remains the single biggest killer of men under 45. Mm-hmm. Globally, on average, one man dies by suicide every minute of every day. 77% of suicides are by men. Yeah. Um, and, the, you know, the statistics are heart-wrenching there, aren't they? Yeah. They are, yeah. I mean, globally, one man every minute. In the UK, it's the last stat I saw was mm-hmm. 84 men a week. 
say 12 a day, mm. one every two hours, we yeah. commit suicide. Um, three quarters of suicides are male mm -hmm. in the UK, and that has been the same since the mid-90s. Wow. It's not increased, it's stayed relatively the same, you know, mm. 74, 75, 76, 77%. Yeah. It's all around the same. Um, <clears throat> some other stats for you then. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. Men report lower levels of life satisfaction than women. Right. Isn't that shocking? I, I'm surprised by that, to be honest, because men, on the surface, but I think everything on the surface, you well, can say yeah. it's good when you yeah. dig under the weeds, but on the surface, men probably have an easier life in general. Yeah. You know, um, let's see, men are less likely to access psychological therapies than women. I can believe and that. Again, point about talking and things like mm. that there's only 36% of referrals to the NHS talking therapies are men yeah. uh, three quarters, nearly three quarters of adults who go missing are men Yeah. 87% of rough sleepers are men Yeah. Uh, men are nearly three times as likely as more likely than women to become dependent on alcohol which is the biggest hospital admissions it's the most used drug alcohol yeah. it's the, the most yeah. admissions also, hospital is what yeah. is through that and they're also three times as likely to report frequent drug use yeah but the alcohol thing as well we live in a culture and it's, it's particularly a UK thing as well where you know as a man you're encouraged to go out and go and have a pint mm. it's going to have a pint not only have a pint let's drink let's drink to excess mm. let's drink until we fall over Let's drink so we can't drink yeah. again and anymore. Yeah. And be, and be, yeah. but then people then, obviously, it. as we know, they suppress emotions with it and get addicted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a slippery slope, isn't there? Yeah. Um, it's just, I know that women will talk more. Uh, I've said this before on, on other podcasts. I'm very, very lucky with my very close group of friends. Mm -hmm. Like, we can go to each other and say, my head's about to fall off. You know, and and there is a, a strength in talking and having those people to talk to. Um, I think without that, life would probably be much worse yeah. um, for all of us who need somebody to to speak to. And I think it's really scary that men haven't got that, or most men, by what the stats telling us, don't have that somebody, or don't feel that they can. But I, I, what is I, it about not feeling I, that they can? What for is me, that? I don't think it's about actually talking. Right. right. It sounds stupid because everyone needs someone to talk to. Yeah. yeah. But it's that for... I kind of try and get everything back to its simplest form. Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking about men and women and the differences, you've got to look kind of biologically, you know, and compare it to the animal kingdom. Well, what is... What's a masculine role? Well, that's to be the protector and the provider. Right. You know, the female role, feminine roles. Mm -hmm. By nature, are to be more nurturing and more feelings based. So yeah, men are more more inclined to be physical physical role, mm. yeah. Whereas women are more mental and, and more feelings. Yeah. Mm. So when it comes to understanding your feelings, when it comes to, to putting them into words, mm. women are uh, in a much better place to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And and that kind of goes testament if you go back down the years that women have always been able to talk and like that. Men haven't, and then when you you couple it onto society over the years, yeah. So the alpha male is the yeah. you know, yeah. the stereotypical, but that is frowned upon. If you're not if you're not protecting your family, if you're not seen as the strong male, yeah. You know, and I've sat up as I've done that <laughs> so, but just, if you're not yeah. seen as the the strong male, mm. then people yeah. will frown upon it. You're not looked on as good and it's that kind of approval and, and seeking that approval because you yeah. kind of sink down and people may take advantage or, yeah. you know, even even your partner that you choose. Mm. You know, if you're not... And again, you can liken it to the animal kingdom, the lions. If the lions, you know, they get a partner and that lion isn't the strongest one. Mm. Yeah. The animals will change partners, won't they? Just like... You know, how am I going to get a partner? How am I going to? How am I going to look after my wife? How am I going to look after my children? How am I going to do that? Yeah. You know, and it's all very, um, and it is like a masculine. I was just thing about to, to say that. Yeah. So instead of talking about it, what I found worked for me, and we'll come on to, to kind of mm. my story and, and and how I've interacted mm. with with mental health over the years, was to have a safe space. It's not. It's not actually talking. Mm that helped me it's knowing that I could without being frowned upon that's what I was just yeah. going to say if, because if, you, all those things you've just touched upon yeah. 
in itself is the problem. It's not you yeah. not being able to talk. It's having that place to feel that you can. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and sometimes having access to be able to do it because there's not yeah. been over the years. There's not been as much access to be able like a group or mm. you know people. Everyone's got yeah. friends and they're and growing that. now. Though, aren't they aren't like, those groups. And but yeah, like yeah, in in, in a public space, you know, if a female has a I don't know what the technical term for it is, but she has a bit of a meltdown. Yeah, a breakdown. Do you yeah. know, a breakdown in yeah. in a public place. Then generally there's there's more sympathy. Mm. You know, people want to help out. If a male does it, there's still there is still sympathy there, don't get me wrong, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But there's not as much and people will kind of and shy away from it. And therein lies the problem, doesn't it? And that's yeah. that's the issue. So it's knowing that it's knowing that as a man I can be vulnerable and it's okay because women yeah. already have that kind of inbuilt over from from yeah. years of, of being in that position and there's no um, it's not a blame game you yeah. know it's not yeah. it's the way that the kind of civilization and society has yeah, evolved the over the years yeah, yeah. you know you look at like the feminism movement and things like that have women been in the best place over the years well no of course they haven't mm. you know and everyone should be treated equally you know, and fairly. I think the the important thing about that, though, is to remember that to treat everyone equally, you don't have to treat them the same. No, you don't. No. 100%. Everyone's so you don't have to do the same thing for no. a woman as you do for a man, no. and vice versa, to make sure they're fair. It's that, that argument of, if I'm a business owner, yeah. and I've got a £1,000 from excess sales that I want to give as bonuses to my 10 employees, yeah. one way to do it, give them all £100 each. That's fair and equal. The other way to do it is do it based on the performance. So the one who sold 150 of these widgets yeah. gets £150. The one who sold 50 widgets gets £50. Yeah. So you're still treating them fair. You're still treating them equal because yeah. you're applying the same rules. Yeah. But they're, not, they're getting different yeah. outcomes. It's yeah. like treatment. Not everyone's going to need the Absolutely. same Absolutely. You've got to take everybody on their individual yeah. needs. Yeah. But everything you've just touched on there um, is, is actually terrifying because... How are we going to, as society, I mean, I know we're doing more now in terms of, you know, these groups for men to go and, I mean, I looked at a few, I know of a few down south as well, where, you know, people mm-hmm. can, men can get together and talk in a safe space or whatever they need. But there needs to be a, a shift overall, but I don't know how we're going to get there. I think it's, it, it's progressive. It, mm. It's things like, like Mike, I take yeah. my hats off to you for, your, you know, opening up on on the podcast mm-hmm. um, to talk about that because that doesn't happen very mm-hmm. often Yeah. but seeing people do it knowing that there's no um, downside to it yeah. well no because it sh- it, you share it if helps you, someone it's yeah. but also like it's just seeing seeing that you look you look at people um, mm-hmm. you know and, and someone who's opened up well, that man over there opened up and what's happened well nothing negative's happened no. to him so yeah. it's not a bad thing yeah. if I can get this off my chest it might help me but I know and it's having having faith that that, that downside isn't there yeah, yeah it's I mean that's that's kind of one of the things that I like to express when I'm speaking to people about it is you know we talk about vulnerability and for too long that's been wrongly associated with weakness vulnerability and weakness have been put in the same camp yeah. and they are not the same thing by any means no. so I can stand up and be open and vulnerable but I can stand there being open and vulnerable as a strong character as a strong minded character mm-hmm. as a strong willed character as someone who is in a good place in a successful place because I've addressed those things and worked through them yeah. you know as I you know when I when I stand in front of groups of young people you know, and particularly the lads, you know, I'll say to them is, yeah, you know, you, you think about what vulnerability is. You know, to, to you know, the, right, okay, we, we, we sit here now, and I think I, I mentioned this when, when I did my episode of the podcast. We sit here in a fire station. Oh, yeah, Benet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a firefighter that runs into a burning building, that's courageous. That's heroic. But to run into a burning building, you've got to take on board and accept that that could be the last action you ever do. That therefore that is the most vulnerable thing that you can do is, I am putting my life on the line to do this thing. And we call that courage. Now, what we're doing, what we're talking, talking about, what we're opening up with, it's not running into burning buildings by any means. But I'm sure there's people out there that the thought of talking yeah it's gonna give them that same anxiety exactly and potentially 
when you when you look at the stats in terms mm. of suicide rates and yeah. things like that, potentially opening up like that mm. could be putting your life on the line. Yeah. Because if you get a very negative response to it, yeah. Oh, yeah. your mental state is only gonna go downwards. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why it's important that we keep yeah. having these conversations, we keep pushing the topic and and it's more it's more speaking to those out there that have men in their lives, have young men in their lives, that if they do come to you and say, do you know what, I'm struggling, you know, life isn't easy, I've got this stuff going on in my head, I've got these issues, is we we don't judge and we listen and we take that stuff on board and we go, okay. And we ask. And we ask. Because, and ask twice, because I've got two boys. Oh yes, Mm. And you said that, you know, you don't ask once, just twice. And the other day um, with my youngest, I said, you will come to me, won't we? I can't even remember how we started the the conversation. I think it might have been, I was telling him about you guys coming Mm. in and um, I said, you'd always tell me, wouldn't you, if you know you were feeling like you needed someone so he said yeah yeah and I just looked at him and I watched him walk off and I thought not a chance no but I've, I was just about to I've, say yeah, but I have said that yeah. to him and that's the whole thing we could say it until we're blue in the face talk 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 but if that well, worked yeah until there's some, yeah, until there's something there that he needs to talk about yeah. though, you'll never really know yeah and it could be that someone else is more suitable yeah for exactly. his needs at yeah. that time you know um as long as you're creating that environment where safe space, as yeah, much where as they you can, can. Yeah. yeah, you know the worst thing in the world is when you've got little kids. And when my kids were little, one of the things that I can't abide is lies, mm. and I never have been able to. <laughs> and if I knew they'd done something, because you you always kind of know, yeah, don't you? Do, yeah. You've got an idea of who's done it and what they've done and stuff like that. <laughs> questions. Do, and that yeah, I right, say, okay. Did you steal that biscuit, that yeah. chocolate biscuit, when they've got all oh, the chocolate around their mouth? That sensor up there, it's got a camera in. <laughs> I used to say so that. I know we who's know. I know yeah. who's done this. So if you open now, then that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah. Mm. And when they did, there wasn't a punishment. No. We just had a conversation about luck. You know, they obviously weren't rewarded if yeah. the others were getting something, but there wasn't yeah. a punishment. It was like, look, I'm really proud of you for telling the for truth. Being, telling the truth being open and honest with me um why did you why did you try and hide it and that and it's that fear of getting told off or having yeah. something taken off and stuff like that but trying to get that that safe area for him to be open and honest is, yeah. is key in, the, I in think everything so. I've and lived by that. yeah what you touched on judging yeah no don't judge no, absolutely not the old saying of if you haven't got anything nice to say don't say anything yeah. at all yeah well if someone does put something out and it's the mm. same in anything like you know we're in a social media generation, aren't we? And, and yeah. the world we live in is everything there. And a lot of people, you hear a lot of people getting hate for posts they put out, videos they do, mm. interviews, whatever it is. Well, if you can't say something, if it's not for you... Just keep scrolling. Keep scrolling, yeah. yeah. If it's something that resonates with you, something that you think they, yeah. they've done really well, comment on it and, yeah. and praise. You know, avoid the negative and... and, and Focus on the positive side of things. If oh, it's, it's not right. for you, you can, but the you thing can scroll is, past. But people just get too caught up and they have to comment, they have to give their opinion. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's entitled to their opinion, 100%. And that you shouldn't be ramming it down other people's throats. Yeah. You know, this is my opinion, that's your opinion. We don't agree on our opinions, but it doesn't mean we have to hate each other. Yeah. I've been very lucky with my boys. They're not really don't really do the social media. Mm. Um, which does make me happy. It's mm. unusual these days. It that, is though, very isn't it? unusual. But um Mine were quite mm, similar though. Yeah. And they still are now they do it. And they mainly do it, I think they do Snapchat for actually talking. Yeah, that's the same. Because I can't get a message out of them on any, anything <laughs> else. And that, that, and then I'll ask one of the sisters, can you just snap them? Yeah, and then instant response. Yeah. yeah. Um and for football and sports, yeah. rugby, yeah. Yeah. any kind of memes like that, but it, it, and that's it. It, but it does make me happy that yeah. that they're not, you know, they're not obsessed with it, and they're not because they've grown up with that. I mean, we don't forget we, and it's hard enough for us in this the world that we live in anyway. But yeah. we didn't grow up where that was the norm, did we? So we didn't have that extra pressure from a very mm. young age. That is all they have known. Yeah. In terms I'd, of, I'd hate to. Be, oh, I'd hate yeah. To be a yeah. Same, same. Absolutely. I mean, I used to fall into that trap of saying to people, "If you don't, if you, you don't like what's happening to you on Instagram, or Facebook, get rid of it, turn it off." Mm-hmm. You know, and that was for me. You know, being born in the seventies, because social media is still a relatively new thing for yeah. us. If it went away tomorrow, yeah, we'd be all right. What, in fact, probably better. Probably better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for so these, old. for the, yeah, <laughs> well, for the generation we've got today, it's. 
you know, they're born into it. They don't mm. know any different. No, they don't. And, and the trouble is, I think we've given everybody a Ferrari and no driving lessons mm. in, in terms of social media. It's I kind of like, go, go away and drive. Mm. Yeah, but I think in, in general we don't educate. No. We never have. To actually for life skills, no, no, everything's subject based, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get all the angles in this triangle. <laughs> yeah. Please don't hit me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there seems to be, and I don't know. I don't want to sort of like, you know, criticise families and parents out there because I'm sure everybody's doing the best job that they can. But you know, it seems to be we have people that would want to defer that that level of learning to schools or to someone else. It's like, no, you've got yes, to step think, up. And yeah, I think overall you've got to look at uh, what's happened over the years. Mm. You know, in terms of mental health, and, and it's the same for women as it is for men. Women, I think, are, are better placed to deal with feelings and thoughts. Mm. And they've got safer spaces to be able to talk about them. Yeah. And I think really that is the key divider mm. in the, the whole mental health issue. Um, but you look at the social media thing. I mean, we touched on it before before we came on the podcast. Yeah. And it's that looking for approval yes. all the time, and if you don't get it, okay. Yeah. And that is seems to be a relatively new thing. Yeah. Okay? yeah. It's encouraged. And everything, okay, and everything there's from yeah. a third party, so yeah. that can make me happy and stuff like that. Okay, let's go back a few centuries. Does this this third party that you were told? would forgive you your sins yeah if you give everything to that person they would give you happiness and your life would be fulfilled yeah and that, mm-hmm. so we're ingrained from years and years and years ago to, to look outward. outside ourselves yeah. for, for happiness for approval for so has that become our new you know, religion and and so, and yeah. has it shifted just into something else it's yeah. now a different third party because I found when I went through my journey that yeah, you're always looking for, for something else, but it's only when you understand yourself and what's going on inside, yeah, your thoughts, absolutely. who you are, yeah. who you're not, yeah. what you are and what you're not, and the not is probably the most important part to understand. Is, yeah. Yeah. You know, what are my strengths? What are the things that I'm not so good at? Who am mm. I? Remember who you are. Who you yeah, are. and you, yeah. Do, you do that and you know that, that you actually feel right. Mm. Yeah. I can take anything on. I have to constantly do that, it's, mm-hmm. especially, you know, at the moment you... The more busy you get, the more swept up along yeah. in life you get. Remember who you are. Yeah. Go back into yourself and just reassess and yeah. make sure you're being true to yourself. You're happy with yourself, what you're doing, and you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm pleased that my two boys so far touch wood. They're not gaining anything from that external validation because they're mm-hmm. not part of it. Yeah. And if that continues, that fantastic yeah. because... You know, I just I do think it 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 can destroy people. Mm-hmm. I really think it can. Yeah, they forget who they are, does. and they they are always looking for that extra dopamine boost of you know who's given me enough likes, who's you know looked at my stuff, who's done this, who's done that. Yeah. That's not normal behaviour. Yeah. Um, but we live in a world that that chases pleasure over happiness. Yeah. You know, as I, as I heard someone explain to me once the difference between the two, between pleasure and happiness, you could have a choice in your life right now to go and care for a sick relative yeah. or to go to a theme park. Yeah. You choose to go to the theme park and that will bring you pleasure. Yeah. But having ignored that relative, will it have made you particularly yeah. happy to do that? Yeah. Or you go and care for your sick relative. Yeah. It's not a pleasurable thing particularly to do. Might be, but probably not. Not yeah. as much as a theme park. Yeah. But when you look back at the end of your days, you're going to go, yeah. But you've done that. I'm when so you think about that. the people that you interact with the most on social media, for me, it's you because we work together and we have a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel very sorry for I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the, the stuff that we said to each other. Memes all the time. Um, and then, you know, the and but the people closest to me, I don't interact with them on social media all the time because I see them all the time, mm. you know. It's yeah. not, it's. It's just a very skewed world, and actually, the amount that you interact with someone on social media doesn't show you anything about how much you care no. for them. So it's all skewed. It's all like it's backwards. It's not generally the people that are close to you that people seek approval of. No, that's because true. Because you've automatically got that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Think about your partners, yeah. your, your children, your you know your, your wider family. Yeah, they're all there, and they're, like your close friends. Yeah, put exactly. You back. Yeah. 
and it doesn't matter. They, they, no. You know, your close friends will know you. You're in inner yeah. secrets and the depths that they've gone to. <laughs> yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, so you two looking like each other now, aren't they? Was <laughs> it? It was never <laughs> that bad. <laughs> I'm sensing something here, guys. <laughs> But, but we'll um, keep that for yeah, later. So you don't need their approval because no. you've already got it. It doesn't matter what you did. No. They're always going to approve yeah. of, of whatever you do. Yeah. Because um, they know the nuances of who you are. everybody yes. else. But it's, yeah. it's those people that don't matter. It yeah. is. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. I remember... Um, was it, a, it was some sportsman, I think, about, and someone had an issue with them and they, they'd done an interview but had they had an issue with them. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And he said, well... If you don't have a number, give, give me give me a call and we'll discuss this issue. And if you haven't got if you haven't got, got my, my number, number, you don't know me well yeah. enough to have yeah. an issue with me. Yeah. You don't care about me enough to have my number, yeah. and vice versa. Then yeah. we don't have an issue. Yeah, yeah. We don't have an it's issue. True, and that, though, that's true. Yeah. And people like, choose that. Yeah, you know, you, because anybody like how many people post this is what I look like first thing on a Monday morning. Yeah. No, it's this is what I look like when I'm done up on Friday night. Why did you yeah. look at my thing? <laughs> he looks the same all the I time. I thought he was going to look at me and go, ah, she looks horrendous yeah. on the stories. Naturally gorgeous. <laughs> well, no, but that's it. Because, and you're not going to, are you? You're not going to put a picture. You know, you don't put a picture in a family photo album. I do sometimes when I look uh, dog off. <laughs> Well, unless there's a comical story about it, but, but generally, generally yeah. you're taking a picture yeah. and it's posed, you're showing your isn't best. it? Yeah, yeah. Showing your best. Yeah, you know, and so that's that's all it is. It's just the digital format that you're now showing that it photo is. album to the whole world instead of instead of yeah. your, your children's boyfriends and girlfriends when they come round to embarrass them. Exactly. Look at what they look like when they were two. Oh, do you know what? And that's it. You know, when 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 we were kids, it, you know, if your next door neighbour said, "Would you like to go? We've just been on holiday. Would you like to come <laughs> round and um, I'll show you all my slides?" <laughs> There's always that one picture of the dog by the fire as well. Like, yeah, it was like, your, no, you're not. Now I'm washing my hair that night. No. You know, but um, now we live in a world where it's kind of like we're purposely seeking out other people's see, holiday slides. Yeah, so you can, it's a bit. Yeah, and what, the, what they had to eat. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> 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 um, but but well, like, social media is, is relatively new, like you said. Yeah. But, uh, and I think it is contributing to people's. You know, unhappiness. However, we've had this problem a long time. Uh, the mental yeah. health, you know, that is just... Absolutely. Yeah. I think what social media has done has made it more instant and yeah. more accessible. Yeah. And so it, it's just, if you look at like the kind of curve of, of the issue with yeah. seeking approval, as soon as social media hit, it just went yeah. straight yeah. Do you know what else I've noticed? If you are... Because obviously algorithms and things throw up posts, don't they? Yeah. And a lot of my work is to do with addiction and fitness and all those things. So I'm getting a lot of that stuff coming through, healing and all mm. those types of things. I also think you can have too much of a good thing because at one point, every other post <laughs> yeah, was yeah. like, heal your only child, narcissistic abuse. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh God. At first I was like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, And then I thought, this is doing, this is actually doing my head in. Do you know what? Because I, I know how worse. algorithms work, mm. I will purposely hunt out. If I if it starts getting a little bit heavy like that, yeah. because I've noticed that with mine, it yeah. becomes all these positive you know memes. I mean? And it can be over positive and you just think, yeah. no. I just go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google dogs for a bit. <laughs> Just, just, just purely to fill my feed up with dogs, or I'll Google IKEA. Because I'm having to go like, don't want to see this, don't want to see this, and it's it's that because it's everywhere now, isn't it? And it's almost like um, there's so much help out there and so much positivity that that can become overwhelming as well. I think we really need to get the balance right and actually go back to grassroots. Algorithms won't filter out what you don't want to see. It'll filter in what you do want to see. So if you want to get rid of that stuff toxic stuff yeah. you've got to purposely seek out something else yeah and because that's the only way you manipulate the yeah. machine the system yeah because they're basically idiot machines at the end of the day people talk about artificial <laughs> intelligence idiot machines it effectively doesn't exist you've seen terminator <laughs> <laughs> i want some real world that's, intelligence that's cool. we have but you know what i mean though it, no, that it can is, become it can, overwhelming yeah, and it can yeah and you're looking at it and then it's too positive so it's well, like it's what do i do too much yeah and if, it, you've got to remember that people who are in a dark place mm. they're not thinking rationally no so everything oh yeah that's positive for mm. them good for them and it's okay you know, and like to have down days, low Absolutely. mental health, yes. and feel it, and go with it, and you know, yeah. and acknowledge it, and work through it, and then you know that all you can't just mask it with a, no. a positive quote. It's and I think that's I think that's interesting because if you look at common mental health issues, so anxiety, mm. depression is, yeah. is common. Um, uh, 
varying levels, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, bipolar, things like that. One in five women will suffer from a common mental health issue yeah. uh, in her life. It's one in eight men. Yeah. And yet, if you look at the other end of the scale, so common, and I'm not trying to downgrade any of that, but, no, but it is common, they're yeah. ones, like yeah. you say, like you're waking up with that, and, and it, it's maybe an event, so anxiety when you've got yeah. to go and train a group yeah. and you're getting a bit of anxiety yeah. and, and things like no that, or step out your sound your comfort yeah. zone. Bit yeah. Of dread. yeah, it all comes on. So but if you look at the other end of the scale, yeah. it's more men suffering. Mm. So that when I hear a statistic like that, that kind of would imply that men are suffering less from those conditions. I think what's actually happening there is women are getting more help. Women are knocking on a GP's door and going, I'm struggling. They're reaching out and getting help. Potentially. And so less actually, men are getting help. So it's but actually recorded. Yeah. yeah. So what you're seeing there is less men reaching out for help, mm-hmm. but higher suicide rates. Now I kind of... Yeah. Well, we, that would we, correlate, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I want, to see, I want to see that as negative as it might sound. Well, not, I want to see yeah, one in five would, men, one in four yeah, men, one in three men. On, who suffers getting help oh who so, suffers rather than so who suffers yeah. as opposed to who reaches out for help like men won't reach out for help it's, it's yeah like but how many are suffering in silence mm-hmm. the statistics are only based on what we talk yeah. about and if we're not talking about it if the only moment we know that our, our fathers our brothers our best mates were struggling mm-hmm. was the point we find the body mm-hmm. you know what I mean and it happens and it, a lot god it happens yeah and that is that's this, that scares me it really scares me. It's frightening. Because um, usually the big characters as well, aren't they? You hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, mask it well. Yeah. You see it, you see it a lot. Like, I, I um, see it with the big characters who, you're right, they mm. put a mask over it mm. and that. But you can notice it as well with people who go quiet. Yeah. Right. Or people who start to become loud. Mm-hmm. Are they trying to mask something? So particularly, like, if you're in a, a friend's group, yeah. Someone or there's one person who's always chatting on yeah. WhatsApp. Yeah. They go quiet for a bit. Where are Something's they? Something's happened. What's yeah. what's happened? Yeah. You're right, mate. Yeah. The life and soul of the party. The person that always wants to be the centre of yeah. attention. It feels like they're yeah. they're or, craving something. Yeah. Or that person who's always quiet. You can it's go suddenly, the other way. Yeah. It's suddenly. Yeah. Just, just inundating with messages, trying to, trying to have conversations and stuff yeah. like that. Just a change in the, in the personality yeah. and that. Like and you, you will out. notice it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And reach out. Thank you for listening to part one of this two-part men's mental health special. To make sure you don't miss part two and other episodes, click subscribe in your podcast app of choice. And while you're there, give us a like, rating or comment. It does mean the world to us. See you next week for part two. for listening to i don't know much but please subscribe and rate wherever you get your podcasts it really does help a big thank you to hazel tara and all the staff at safety central if you get the chance to go and visit them please do your hosts were michael jones and carrie ann stevens production was by michael jones the theme music is into the beginning by hartsman this has been a wolfstock production for the acast creator network